Hey, mama. Have you ever found yourself in a situation where you are having an amazing conversation with a potential client? You guys are really like connecting well. You know that they'll be a good fit for your program and everything. But then after you tell them the investment, they say, I can't afford your offer. What do you do? How do you navigate that? That's what we're talking about today. I'm going to be sharing one, some reasons why they may say they can't afford your offer. Navigating the mindset drama that comes up when we hear that response and what to do when they say, I can't afford your offer. All right, let's jump into today's episode. Hey, mama, are you tired of feeling stressed and overwhelmed trying to grow your online business with your babies at home? You desire more flexibility in your day, allowing you to pour into your family, yourself, and your business without running yourself into the ground. Mama, you can build your dream business and do it in a way that fits your current season of life. And I'm going to show you exactly how. Welcome to the Mama Term Mompreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Singletary, daughter of the king, wife, mama of two, and life and business coach for mompreneurs. On this podcast, you will learn business strategies made for mamas just like you, who desire to be successful CEOs and fully present mamas without stress or overwhelm. So whether you're an entrepreneur who transitioned to a mompreneur or a mama turned mompreneur, I am here to support you. So grab your coffee, notebook, and pen, put in those earbuds, and let's dig in. Okay, so let's talk about reasons why someone may say, I can't afford your offer when you tell them what the investment is for your program, your service, your course, whatever it may be. So the first reason is that they may really not be in a position financially to invest. And I know that I've seen coaches, you know, say that you need to kind of help people overcome their money objections. But I don't believe in that. If somebody really doesn't have the money, I do not want them to feel the pressure to try to get a credit card, take out a loan or anything to invest in working with me. That is not okay. That's not cool at all. And so in a situation like this, this is a perfect opportunity to downsell someone. So This is why, again, I believe in having those entry price point offers because you are going to have people in your community who really want to work with you, but they're just not to that point financially yet where they can make the higher investment. So you can keep them in your world by having them start at a lower entry point. The next reason is that they may not trust you. They may be new to your world. They like what you're saying, but they still aren't sure about you. And so that's where you want to continue nurturing them. And in a little bit later, I will get into some ways that you can do that and to kind of navigate this scenario specifically. And then another potential reason why someone may say, I can't afford your offer is that they don't fully see themselves in the offer or they don't resonate with the transformation that you are communicating. So they don't really see it being worth the investment. So that's where you want to make sure you've done your market research. You are actually using the language 
that your ideal client is using to describe their pain points, their wants, desires, the transformation they want, and incorporating that into your messaging, into your content. So that way you can ensure that they're not saying they can't afford your offer due to that reason. Now, you just heard someone say, I can't afford your offer. Mindset drama is going to happen. It's going to happen. And this is why in Life and Seasons Coaching, one of the core areas we focus on is elevating your mindset, really being able to navigate these situations in a way that doesn't cause us to question our self-worth, cause us to question our offer, cause us to think that we are failing or doing all of the things wrong. You have to remember that just because they say no to your offer, it is not a reflection of you and your abilities. It is not a reflection of your offer, your program, your service, or anything like that. Do not tie your self-worth to the sale. Do not tie your self-worth to the sale. Because if you do, each rejection is going to have you giving up on your business and going back to a nine to five. And that's not what we're doing here. This is how we're going to navigate those situations when they happen. When someone says, I can't afford your offer, you direct them to your email community, your long form content, something that's going to keep them in your world. You know, if you're active on social media, direct them there to follow you on Instagram or whatever. But you want to keep them in your world so that way you can continue to nurture them and you can remain top of mind for them when they are ready to invest, when they are to that point where they are sick and tired of this specific problem that you can solve. And they're like, here, take my money so you can solve this problem for me or help me solve this problem. Now, this is why you want to make sure you have funnels set up, especially if you're driving them over to your email list, because you can basically put them through this welcome sequence that could eventually lead back to that specific offer they were initially considering. And by that point, they may be very well ready to invest. If not, you're Again, creating offer awareness around that offer and you're reminding them that, hey, I'm your go-to person for this. So when you're ready, I'm here. Also, if they are part of that group where they just don't trust you quite yet or they don't fully know you, you directing them to like your email community, your podcast, your YouTube channel, your blog, you know, that's really going to allow them to get to know you better and earn your trust. And it's it just makes it so that you really can build that relationship with them. You can engage with them. They can get a better sense of who you are and how you support your clients and what it actually looks like and feels like to work with you and everything. So direct them somewhere. Don't just like be like, okay, you're not interested. Like be like, hey, you know what? I fully understand. You know what? I highly recommend you checking out my podcast or I highly recommend you joining my email list. I share lots of tips and strategies related to this specific thing. So their specific problem that I think you will find really helpful and valuable and leave it at that. Like keep them in your world. And just to give an example. So 
like I had shared, I think I can't even remember what episode it was on, but I've had this happen where, you know, someone joins like joined like my free challenge that I hosted back in 2023 and they stayed in my world. They continue to listen to my podcast. They continue to be on my email list. And then when they were ready to move forward with one of my offers, they filled out the contact form and we went from there. And so that is the importance of keeping people in your world instead of like, instead of getting so focused on the fact that they said no, or I can't afford your offer or not right now, like instead of taking that personally, keep them in your world. You know, if you have a, you know, value packed free resource, offer that. If you have a, you know, entry point offer that maybe is more within their budget, recommend that. Like I said, downsell them. You have options. So like, don't just get so fixated on the fact that they said no or not right now, or I can't afford your offer. And instead, look at how you can support them where they're currently at. Because the fact that you even got to the point where you were having that conversation about them possibly investing in this higher ticket offer means that there's some interest there, means that you captured their attention. So don't negate all of that. Like, don't ignore all of that and get so caught up in your feelings because they said no or not right now. Okay. Like, we really, like, you really got to work through the mindset stuff there because literally you can miss out on a huge opportunity because it can eventually lead to them investing in your higher offer. And if you let that mindset drama hold you back, like that's leaving money on the table in a sense. And I don't want to like talk about people that way, like saying like they're money on the table, but they connected with you for a reason. You are having conversations, whether that's via the DMs, email or whatever, you know, getting on a sales call, like they took those initial steps for a reason because something you said spoke to them. Something you said resonated with them. So don't forget that. But it really could be that it's just not a good time or they're not at that point yet where they can invest in the higher offer. They're not at that point in their business yet where they feel they need the higher offer. So downsell them or direct them to your free high value resources. So that way you can continue to nurture them. They can still get a taste of what it's like to work with you. And when they're ready, they will reach out. So that is it for today's episode. Oh my gosh, y'all, this is like a short episode. I am surprised. (laughs) But anyways, um, I really hope that this helps you guys because I know that this is something that comes up a lot And like, trust me, I get it. I've been there. (laughs) You know, I I get it. But it's like, we can't allow that to cause us to just completely pump our brakes and be like, oh, my business is trash. Let me just burn it down. No, no, don't do that. You can be strategic with navigating these types of situations that will lead to a sell later on. Okay, don't don't give up. All right, that is it for this episode. I will catch you in the next one, Mama. Well, Mama, that's a wrap on today's episode. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to hang with me. If you enjoyed today's episode, will you do me a favor and follow the podcast and leave a review? 
hitting that follow button and sharing your thoughts about the podcast are the best ways to ensure that other mamas like you find this show. Your review also lets me know if you're enjoying this podcast. So make sure to share your thoughts before you go. All right, mama, I'll catch you in the next episode.